Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Inspired by the word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right away, we are going to be praying. We're praying for the nations of the world. Psalm 7 verse 9 says, Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. We're going to be praying for the nations of the world. Pray against wickedness and manipulations of leaders to do wicked things that will affect their countries negatively and further plunge them into deprivation, hunger, and want. As you pray, say the nations be turned to the Lord and the leaders turn into righteousness and repentance. For those who have done wrong, hallelujah. See God's grace poured out like water upon the earth and see the people enjoying the goodness of God for the earth is full of his goodness and there are treasures everywhere, hallelujah. Let us begin to pray at this time. The prayer points will be posted in the chat room. Rabat 
Ya 
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for the nations of the world. Lika Russia, Ukraine, the United States of America, Reconde Fila Granda Satakabaya, China, Leke Sifrekia Labashata, Croatia, Rigabasataya, Crimea, Barukosto Frekira Basata. We pray for these nations and every other nation, Makara Kabasata Kabaya, Mila Koso Frekiriba, using these ones as a direct point of contact. Putting an end to the wickedness and manipulations of the leaders to do wickedness. That will affect their nations, their countries negatively. And for approach them, into hunger, deprivation, or want. We have different citizens of different nations all around the world being stranded in the nation of Ukraine at this time. Lika sopra kadele brondo, rika baro koshta kabaya, milaka sokre reki kabaya labasata, balarabashata kabaya, rekoboshti kabaya. We pray makasataya right now and put an end. Lika sopra kadaya to the part also to the words. And agitations going on in the nations in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lesha keka moroko sopleki zakapela krusta kariasko velegida. Rushta kapare kosto kobayala pasata. Mila kabayala basata. Barakasata. We declare an end. Rikabasata kabaya to the sanctions being put against the nation of Russia from all over the world. Marakasata kabaya. Cause it talks to plot. Bring it against financial wars and turmoils. Sanctions on the wealth and prosperity.
affecting the stocks, affecting the bonds, affecting the the, the, the financial states of different people of different nations ligra sofra katele mundo prakadela costa kabaya rekoboshta kabaya we put an end to this wickedness in the name of the lord jesus liko shakabaya we say it proceeds no further it proceeds no further lika sofra katele mundo prakatela pakura kasakataya rikaba shatakabaya the aggravation and the poking of the different nations lika shakabaya to instigate Wars to instigate financial wars to instigate cyber wars. Likro sopra kadele poncha kabayala basataya mila karos keli brada kabashata rakabaseki baya to instigate. Milaka sofreke de bostaha. We put an end to them. Lika parakasata kabaya. Rekobo sotoko breketi parakasotoko brakatabaya. Rika balaka shatakabaya. We render the powers that the deep state things that they have. We render them useless and ineffective at this time in the name of the Lord Jesus. That they be causing so much wars and turmoil all around the world. We cut them down right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Milako sopreke de we refuse for them to have the upper hand in the nations. We refuse for them Makaroske Lindo to carry on with this foolishness. Malakasatakawaya and Antichrist plots and plans in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lika Shakabaya Basataya. We cut them down. Malikusevila Vrakadila. Rushta Angre Deki Suprakadila Baya. For the whole world belongs to God. Governments and galaxies, the nations of the world. Ahiz Makasike Pelekrida Kabaya. Bilakoso Frekeribaya. And he has put us as custodians over the nations of the world. That our words are Tokobaya. At the final stage in the nations of the earth. Leriko Sekila Kronde Kila Manda Pradagabashiti. We decree and declare now that the wickedness of men comes to an end even now in the name of our Lord Jesus. We refuse for it to proceed any further. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Every antichrist spirit, the deep states, we cut them down in the name of the Lord Jesus. We cut them down in the name of the Lord Jesus. They proceed no further. The powers are rendered useless and ineffective in the name of the Lord Jesus. Legrusha makarada bahasta, baliko sofreki alabasata kabaya. And we say peace. Even at this time, for it is not yet the time of the Antichrist. This is the day of the Lord, and his peace reigns supreme in all the nations of the earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord God Almighty. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, precious Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Glory, 
Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the nations of the world. Hallelujah. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so very much, Ma. Right now, we're going into a session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the rap study of reality segment. Over to you, the esteemed Sister Grace. Do have a pleasant weekend ahead. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esimple Sister Debbie, for that powerful session of prayer for nations all around the world. Thank you so much, Esimple Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people in praise and worship daily. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. Jesus is always worthy of our praise. And so we lift up our hands in worship, oh God. Oh, yes, to you all our praises. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah. Omnipresent Father, ever-present help to you. All praises be to you, all praises be. God, our sovereign ruler, the one who reigns forever, to you all praises be. To you all praises be omnipotent Father, our ever-present help. To you our praises be. To you all praises be. God, our sovereign ruler, the one who reigns forever, to you our praises be, to you all praises be, Lord, we give you thanks, we proclaim your name, you are king of kings, you are Lord of lords, Lord, we give you thanks, we proclaim your name, you are king of kings, you are Lord of lords, Lord, we give you praise, we proclaim your name, you are king of kings, 
you are Lord of love, glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you, Jesus. Glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Adoration and honor, praises and worship, it all belongs to you. Majesty and power, dominion and glory, it all belongs to you. Yes, glory and honor, dominion and power, it all belongs to you. Lord, we give you thanks. We proclaim your name. You are King of kings. You are Lord. Of Lord, Lord, we give you praise. We proclaim your name. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. Mandili friendili credis fergis shoto kodi fakasakata malundus fratis belire kesusko ire fara koshaka larosigre inde kesusko ire varo sakaya ashaludus fratis malinda kaya asatalaka oshala friendili credis melero sakata the entrance of your word brings light brings understanding, Lord. Thank you, God, for your word builds our lives. Your word delivers our inheritances to us. Thank you, Lord, for the next few days before the end of this month. Thank you, Lord, for your word is delivering inheritance to as many who are expectant. Thank you, Father, for your dependable word. You are faithful through all generations. We give you praise, adoration, glory, dominion, and honor. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to yet another time of devotion with the Lord. I'd like to thank the esteemed Pastor Deborah 
for helping us intercede and stand in the gap on a daily basis for the nations, for leaders. Thank you for inspiring us to pray as the word says to do as intercessors. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace. Thank you for those times of worship, for helping us worship the King. And thank you for all the songs, for the lyrics that help us sing along and worship along. Praise God. Glory to God. I trust we all had a great week. And um, irrespective of what happened during the week, in the course of the week, you know that the glory of the latter will surpass that of the former. What is ahead is greater. So if your past does not inspire you, do not dwell on it. Look ahead and seize the future. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Today is Saturday, 26th of February, 2022. See and live spiritually. See and live spiritually. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. There is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You find that in Proverbs 16 and verse 25. We're at this point going to read the devotion together. If you're ready, we'll read from the first paragraph. One to go in Genesis 13 and verse 14. God said to Abraham, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, not word and southward, and eastward, and westward. Abraham wasn't looking at the physical world. He was looking in the spirit. That's easy to decipher when you study Acts 7, verse 5. It says, and he gave him non-inheritance in it. No, not so much as to set his foot on. Yet he promised that he would give it to him for a possession and to his seed after him. When as yet he had no child, think about that. Abraham never possessed even a little bit of the land, yet God said, I'll give the land to you and to your seed. So when Abraham lifted his eyes to look, he wasn't thinking of earthly things, he was thinking spiritually. But this wasn't the case with his nephew Lot. When Lot had a similar opportunity, read what the Bible says. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plains of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. You find that in Genesis 13 and verse 10. Lot was carried away by the lushness and plushness of the land, what his physical eyes could see. Remember, Lot was also a righteous man. Second hmm. Peter 2, 7 to 8. But because he didn't see spiritually, he made wrong choices that messed up his life. 
There are Christians like that today who made certain choices for which others applauded them. But those choices led or would and could lead to their destruction. Therefore, I say to you, don't make carnal choices. See in the spirit, with the spirit and through the spirit. Let the Holy Spirit help you bring God's dream that's in your heart to pass. See and live spiritually. That way, everything about your life would, would have only one clear motive, how to continually bring glory to Jesus Christ. So in making life's choices, let it be with a heart of purity, a heart of righteousness, devoid of fleshly and selfish inclinations. Praise God. Praise God. Um, if you followed um, projects, a message a day um, during the week, remember we listened to the message, making wise choices. And um, in that message, Pastor shared the stories of different um, people in the Bible and their choices. And I think it was also in that message, Pastor reiterated the fact that when you um, choose a particular course of life, you can look at the Bible and see how such choices ended up. You know, um, as I read, many things come to mind. One of it is um, the recent craze of young people to leave their country and just travel abroad, anything to get out of their country. You know, they say how things, things are hard in their country. There are no opportunities in their country. The government is not supportive. The government is not creating an enabling environment. They say a lot. So they are on this path to leave their country or leave their country. And why? Because it seems like the in thing. You know, I had an issue with an account um, with one of the banks that I bank with for a very long time. And, you know, unlike their, their, trajectory, their tra um, trajectory, I don't know them to take so much time to solve the issue. So it, it, was, it was a lot and, you know, we were on it back, back to back for a very long time. And one day I, I, I decided to show up and I met the assistant branch manager and I was with her almost half a day, you know, trying to resolve the issue. And at some point I was really upset, but I decided to be calm and just like interact with her as a friend. And then she told me later how that their skilled hands were leaving, especially their IT guys, that there's a large um, move of such people away from the country. And it wasn't just, and you know, I had observed it, but it now became clear. And she was like, virtually every day they are losing staff members because everybody wants to travel. You know, um, 
if you follow pastor through um your love world you know it's it pays to remember prophecies he also pays to remember instructions um pastor did let us know that this was going to happen now I, i as much as yes i understand um the the effect of covid post covid on the um business world and the effect it had on employability and how that a lot of companies were hiring remotely and hiring from different parts of the world unlike before places that they probably would not hire you know they now would hire so you find people who are jumping at this pool and you know they are leaving the country at all cost but um you know many things come to mind for a lot of these jobs um they offer to relocate you offer to do this and all of that and i'm not saying that everyone in that shoe um is not led by the spirit of god but i'm just referring to you know when pastor said um doing something because it seems right it seems like everybody is doing it and it seems like everybody is um applauding it you know you can barely especially if you walk you can barely talk to one or two persons who is not telling you about an international opportunity about a job and how that you should apply and that relocate but the question is does god want you to relocate did god send you on such jobs it seems like the in thing right now with young people but is it the in thing for god for you is it god's dream for you at this time and i'm also aware that a lot of these jobs you have to be vaccinated you arrive there before you resume you have to do the medicals you have to be vaccinated you know sometimes these are the parts that nobody seems to share with us so you find a lot of young people compromising on a lot of things just because i have to travel the other part is the area of marriage you know since 2020 when pastor shared about um the rapture and how that we have come to the end of the end and how that we had 3 years or 6 years or 10 years it was common to just hear statements like ah me ah i must marry you i must marry before the rapture i must marry before the rapture and many people began to do many things and anything just to get married anything just to get married um you know because we are leaders we see, we, we we see a lot of things and we are involved in a lot of things and we keep praying for the brethren we keep standing strong and strengthening the brethren but there's just so much so much carnality so much worldliness that some christians have allowed to creep in and anything just to have that wedding that broke the news while all of these things are beautiful the summary of today's devotional article is let it be god's dream for you whatever you need to embrace 
let it be God's dream for you. Whatever you need to do, Pastor has already told us that our expectations, those clouds would rain this year. So the expectation to find the right person, to marry God's perfect will for your heart, it will happen this year. But trust the Lord to do it. Don't be like Sarah who wanted to help God. Gave Hagar to Abraham. Today, that product called Ishmael, I hope you know that Ishmael is the father of all the Muslims. Don't try to help God. It's something you would regret for the rest of your life. The devotional article is there for us to go through again and again, find time to go through it and let the spirit of God minister to you and let him help you in a time like this when so much, so much deception is happening in the world. Stay in the place that God has kept you and you'll be protected, you'll be fine and you would have a beautiful life. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed pastor Onye for the final part of the devotion and then the New Testament Bible reading. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, Asinzma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, everyone, depending on where you are connected from. We are going over to the Bible reading segment of this devotional, and we're going to take the further study first. Colossians chapter 3, 1 to 2, the King James. If you had then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Matthew chapter 6, 33, we are still on the King James. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hebrews 11, 8 to 10, we are still on the King James. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which should after receive an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. He heirs with him of the same promise, for he looked for a city with hard foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Praise the Lord. We're going to take the confessions together. You don't have to unmute your mics. Can you re re repeat after me? Dear Lord, all I ever want is to please you, walk in your perfect will, and see your will and purpose established in the earth and in the hearts of men as it is in heaven. Thank you for your glory in my life and the purity of my heart in serving you. As your spirit sanctifies me, true and true, in Jesus' name, glory to God. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for sharing your screen. We are going to go over to the New Testament reading of this Bible study segment. We are taking from Mark chapter 7, and we are reading the Passion's translation.
Caption, Jesus and a foreign woman. Jesus set out from there to go into the non-Jewish region of Tyre. He intended to slip into a house unnoticed, but people found out that he was there. But when a woman whose daughter had a demon spirit heard he was there, she came and threw herself down at his feet. She was not Jewish, but a foreigner, born into the part of Syria known as Phoenicia. She begged him repeatedly to cast the demon out of her daughter. Finally, he said to her, first, let my children be fed and satisfied, for it isn't fair to take bread, children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. She answered, how true that is, Lord. But even puppies under the family table are allowed to eat the little children's crumb. Then Jesus said to her, that's a good reply. Now, because you said this, you may go. The demons has permanently left your daughter. And when she returned home, she found her daughter resting quietly on the couch, completely set free from the demon. Praise the Lord. Caption, Jesus healed a deaf man. After this, Jesus left the coastland of Tyre and came through Sidon on his way to Lake Galilee and over the regions of Syria. Some people brought to him a deaf man with a severe speech impediment. They pleaded with Jesus to place his hand on him and heal him. So Jesus led him away from the crowd to a private spot. Then he stuck his fingers into the man's ears, placed some of his saliva on the man's tongue. Then he gazed into heaven, sighed deeply and spoke to the man's ears and tongue. Etapak, which is in Amharic, for open up now. At once, the man's ear opened and he could hear perfectly. His tongue was untied and he began to speak normally. Jesus ordered everyone to keep this miracle a secret. But the more he told them not to, the more the news spread. The people were absolutely beside themselves and astonished beyond measure. And they began to declare, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Chapter 8. Caption, Jesus multiplies food again. During those days, another massive crowd gathered to hear Jesus. And again, there was no food and the people were hungry. So Jesus called his disciples to come near him and said to them, my heart goes out to this crowd, for they've already been here with me for three days with nothing to eat. I'm concerned that if I send them home hungry, some may faint along the way, for many have come a long, long way just to be with me. His disciples replied, but could anyone possibly get enough food to satisfy a crowd this size out here in this isolated place? He asked them, how many loaves of bread do you have? Seven, they replied. Jesus instructed the crowd to sit down on the grass. After he took the seven loaves, he gave thanks to God, broke them, and started handing them to his disciples. They kept distributing the bread until they had served the entire crowd. They also had a few small fish. And after giving thanks for this, Jesus had his disciples serve them to the crowd. Everyone ate until they were satisfied. Then the disciples gathered up the broken pieces and filled seven large baskets with leftover. About 4,000 people ate what had been multiplied. Then he dismissed the crowd. Afterward, Jesus got into a boat and sailed to the vicinity of Dalamuta. Caption, the Pharisees demand a sign. As soon as Jesus landed, 
he was comforted by the Pharisees who argued with Jesus and tested him. They demanded that he give them a miraculous sign from heaven. With a deep sigh from his spirit, he said, what drives this generation to clamor for a sign? Listen to the truth. There will absolutely be no sign given for this generation. Then he turned and left them, got back into the boats and crossed over to the opposite shore. This is the um, end of today's um, New Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed brother Martin, for sharing your screen. Over to you, esteemed brother John. Thank you, Pastor Onye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. This is the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you for being a part of this discussion on a daily basis. And I'd like to say big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for this opportunity. Today we are headed, or we are beginning the book of Numbers. And before I start this, I'd like to apologize ahead of time because there will be so many strange names in the book of Numbers and I may not be able to call them as accurately as the Hebrew guys did it. So please pardon me. So we're reading Numbers chapter 1 and chapter 2 today. From verse 1, it was on the 15th day of April of the second year after the Israelis left Egypt that the Lord issued the following instructions to Moses. He was in the tabernacle at the camp of Israel on the Sinai Peninsula at the time. Take a census of all the men 20 years old and older who are able to go to war, indicating their tribe and family. You and Aaron are to direct the project, assisted by these leaders from each tribe. Tribe Reuben, Elizor, son of Shedua, Simeon, Shelumel, son of Zerai Shaddai, Judah, Nashon, son of Aminadab, Issachar, Methanel, son of Zua, Zebulon, Eliab, son of Helon, Ephraim, son of Elishama, son of Joseph, and have Amihud. Manasseh, leader is Gamaliel, son of Pedazor. Benjamin, the leader is Apidan, son of Gideoni. Dan, the leader is Ahazel, son of Amishadai. Asher, the leader is Pagiel, son of Okran. Gad, the leader is Eliasaph, son of Duel. And Naphtali, the leader is Ahira, son of Ina. These were the tribal leaders elected from among the people. On the same day, Moses and Aaron and the above named leaders summoned all the men of Israel who were 20 years old or older to come and register. Each man indicating his tribe and family as the Lord had commanded Moses. Here is the final tribulation. The tribe of Reuben, the oldest son of Jacob, have a total of 46,500. The tribe of Simeon, total of 59,300. Tribe of Gad, total of 45,650. Judah, 74,600. Issachar, 54,400. Zebulon, 57,400. Joseph, Alice Ephraim, son of Joseph, 40,500. Manasseh, son of Joseph, 
that when you don't do certain things that God tells you to do for your own safety, you expose yourself to the spirit of death. And those, that's what happened to those two men. So God didn't kill them. Sometimes the translators of this Bible didn't use the right words. Some translations say God killed them. No, he didn't kill them. They just put themselves in the space that God had pre-warned them so that death will not hit them. They put themselves in that space and death struck. And there was nothing God could do at that time. It's just like the Christian who leaves the presence of God, who walks away from God. I was saying yesterday that David said, before I was afflicted, I, I went astray. When you leave God, see, God is a, Christ is a place. When you leave that environment of your protection, anything can happen to you. So if something bad happens, it's not because um, um, God was angry that you did something wrong. No, you left the place of safety and that's when evil struck. So I just thought to clarify that because that mindset has been with many for a long time. And if you attest to it, it's been there. So God, it does not kill. Thank you so much, Brother John. Please continue. Thank you so much, Esteem Amarak. You know, it's, um, it's also akin to the story of um, the children of Israel while they were in Egypt. And God told them to put the blood at their doorpost. He said, and when the spirit of death Exactly. Passed, Thank you. It wasn't God that actually, you know, was murdering the firstborns all over Egypt. It was the spirit of death that passed, but he had to protect his own people. Do you understand? With that instruction, praise God. God is not a murderer. <laughs> Thank you so much, Esteem Damarak. Um, okay, I'll continue with um, chapter two. The Lord gave these further instructions to Moses and Aaron. Each tribe will have its own tent area with its flagpole and tribal banner. At the center of this tribal compound will be the tabernacle. Here are the tribal locations. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry, I need to. Okay, so try Judah. The leader is Nashon. Judah, Nashon, son of Aminadab, east side of the tabernacle, seventy-four thousand six hundred. Then you have Issachar. Leader is Nethanel, son of Zua, next to Judah. 54,400 as a census. Then Zebulon, that is son of Helon, next to Isaac, 57,400. So the total of all those on Judah's side of the camp was 186,400. These three tribes led the way whenever the Israelites traveled to the new campsites. Then we have Reuben. Its leader, Elizur, son of Shedua, south side of the tabernacle, 46,500. Simeon, the um, leader is Shelumai, son of Zerai Shaddai, next to Reuben, 59,300. We have Gad, the leader is Eliasam, son of Ruel, next to Reuben, 
that's to Simeon for the 5,650. So the total of the Reuben side of the camp was 151,450. These three tribes were next in line whenever the Israelis traveled. Next in line of March was the tabernacle see, with the Levites. When traveling, each tribe stayed together under its own flag, just as each was separate from the others in camp. Now we have Ephraim, leader is Elishama, son of Amihud, west side of the tabernacle. For forty thousand five hundred, Manas, leader is Yamaliel, son of Kedazor, next to Ephraim, that is two thousand two hundred, Benjamin, Abidan, son of Kitioni, next to Manas, thirty five thousand four hundred. So the total number of Ephraim's side, the camp was one hundred and eight thousand one hundred, and they were next in line. In the match, then we have Dan. The leader is Ahiza, son of Amishadai, north side, this is 2700. Then Asher, the tribe of Asher. So the leader is Pagel, son of Okra, next to Adam, for the 1500. We have Naphtali. Ahira, son of Enan, next to Asher, 53,400. So the total on that side of the camp was 457,600. They brought up the rear whenever Israel traveled. In summary, the armies of Israel totaled 603,550, not including the Levites, who were exempted by Jehovah's commandment of Moses, to Moses. So the people of Israel set up their camps each tribe under its own banner in the locations indicated by the Lord's Moses. Praise God. So with this that I've read, I'm sure you have a picture of how they traveled with the Levites and the tabernacle in the middle. Each four tribes were guiding the north, south, west, and east side, and they were moving like that. Praise God. So over to your Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much, Estimbera John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of today's meeting. And we'll start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. Third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. So at this point, I'll kindly ask you to please unmute your mics as we take our formation at the count. Ready? One, two, three. My name is Martin Sutri. My name is Tony Okafo. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. Praise God. Now, while we're reading the while we're reading the taking the reading today, the New Testament reading. The Spirit of God began to remind me of something. When the Lord fed 5,000, the 5,000, the Bible says strength baskets was remaining. When he fed 4,000, seven baskets was remaining. The 12 baskets that was remaining could have been shared by amongst the 12 disciples. So question, why was seven baskets remaining the next one? I asked. It reminded me after the apostles, when Jesus had died, they anointed seven deacons. I said, okay. On the last supper, when the Lord broke bread, because he broke bread the first time and then shared it. He broke bread the next time and then he shared it. He broke bread this time. But the Bible did not say if there was anything remaining. And he said to me, do this in the memory of me. It was a charge and we should keep eating that bread. We should keep eating the bread. We should keep breaking bread till he comes again. Jesus said, I'm the bread that came down from heaven. He said, anyone that eats this bread will live forever. Because this particular bread is for eternal life. It's for an everlasting life. 
praise the Lord. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. And the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. These two in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread of life that came down from heaven. We thank you because your word says that as we eat this bread, we have eternal life. We live forever. We will never be broken in life. We will never fail in life. Failure is not, has nothing in us. The devil has nothing in us. We are yours forever. In you will live, in you will move, in you will have our being. Yes, and Christ who is our life, when he shall appear, we know of a sure thing that we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Christ is our life. No infirmity can stand our way. No plague shall dwell near our dwelling. No sickness shall latch itself to our being. And if there be anyone infirmity, anyone sick, anything at all whatsoever, because your word has said that if we eat this bread, we'll live forever. That infirmity dies now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had sucked, saying, this cup is in New Testament in my blood. This is the year as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the lost death to he come. Kai, duranto sakadila krabadoria. um, you've been having a pain on your knee. At some point, you use um, this um, strap. You know, sometimes you try to massage it and all that. That pain is gone. It's gone. It's gone. And the leg, the swelling on the legs, yes, it's gone. The leg begins to reduce in size. It gets normal by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I see swellings going down. Wherever it is in your body, wherever that swelling is, it goes down, it dematerializes now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, shaka tori kipari and degredila hosatila. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You can go ahead and take the copy from now. Oh, shaka barodila kroski. Oh, Satagoriki Bariandi, Shelek Uskatoriki Bondoko Satali Grade. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We give you praise. We worship you. You alone are God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. 
You reign magnificently. You rule victorious. Your power is shown in all the earth this day and forever. Yes, you are God and you are God alone. And all of creation testifies that you are God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka. And thank you so much to our co-hosts. Thank you for the amazing job you do every day. Thank you, everyone. And ensure you have a wonderful day. At this point, I'll hand over to Pastor Inye to go through the many parts of the meeting. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, we are going over to the celebration segment of this Sorry, devotion. Pastor Oine. While Pastor Oine is handling this segment, for those who have testimonies, please raise your hand ahead so that we can get into that immediately, um, particularly um, parents whose children want to share their testimonies or any other person who can raise their hands. Thank you. Go ahead, Pastor Oine. Okay. If today is your first time, um, kindly go to the chat room and we want to meet you. Please say your name and indicate where you are connected from and who invited you. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary, or anything you are celebrating at all, we want to celebrate with you. Please kindly come to the chat room and let's get the celebration started. Ah, Brother Anthony says, today is my birthday. Happy birthday, Brother Anthony. Have an amazing year. Sister Cherry says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Joy. Happy birthday to Joy. God's blessings to her now and always. Birthdays, birthdays, birthday. If today is your first time, please, we want to meet with you. We want to pray with you. And we want to welcome you to our family can you come to the chat room and let's meet you say where you are connected from who invited you and your name do we have more birthdays oh sister charis sister charis can we know who invited you and where you are connected from welcome we are excited to have you here, but we want to know where you are connected from and who invited you. Okay. Um, esteemed Sister Kari says, I'm connected from Zambia and I was invited by Sister Miriam. You are welcome to the daily, um, inspired by the World Daily Devotional. You are in for a great time. We are excited to have you in our midst and your life will never remain the same as you keep joining us every day and get inspired. Sister Oda said, my friend is getting married today. Her name is Priska. Happy married life to Sister Priska. God's blessings now and always in her marriage. Miriam says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name, okay, sorry. Um, Rhoda's friend is getting married. Her name is B. Happy married life to Sister B. God's blessings on your marriage. Miriam says, happy birthday my, to my friend. Her name is Priska. Happy birthday to Priska. God's blessings now and always. Blessing says, my name is Opeyemi. I'm invited by Sister Blessing. Oh, um, we are welcome, Brother Ope. 
but Abel was invited by blessing and he's connected from Lagos. We are excited to have you in our group and I assure you that you are in for a great time. For like I say, my name is Kosti. Yesterday was my first time. I was invited by Sister Brill. Wow, you are welcome to our family and Brother Kosti. You are in for a great time. I assure you that as you connect every day, you realize that your life is changing from glory to glory. Hallelujah. I'm going to um, hand over to esteemed Sister Maka to pray for the celebrants and the first timers. You are welcome once more, everyone. And for those that are having their birthdays today, happy birthday. Sister B, happy married life. Over to you, esteemed Praise Sister God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Oinye. All right, um, Father, we thank you for the amazing family members that you brought to us, adding to our family today. Thank you because you brought them and you have a plan as to why you brought them to this family. We pray that your word will transform their lives, that it has transformed ours, that they will continually be daily inspired by the word to be their best for you and to live their best lives for you. Whatever their questions, answer them. Whatever their doubts, let your word dissolve them and let them live more than ever before the triumphant life in Christ, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the celebrants in our midst today, all those who are celebrating their birthdays, especially Brother Anthony. Lord, let that rain fall today, that rain that precedes the cloud of expectations, the cloud of faith, the cloud of prayers. Let that rain fall today. Let the rain fall today. Desires of many years gone by, let them become realities today. Exceed their expectations in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Glory to God. Happy birthday, esteemed brother Anthony. Happy birthday to all of our loved ones who are celebrating their birthdays today. And welcome to those who are connecting for the first time. We're glad to have you in our midst. All right, praise God. Okay, so we have a hand lifted who has a testimony. Brother Joe. I'd like you to unmute and share your testimony. God bless you. Brother Joe, if you can hear me, you need to unmute from your end for your testimony. Okay, Sister Ari, over to you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I would just like to share my testimony. Yesterday, I was at work. Um, I just want to say that really and truly, it's been a month of order for me. There's been so much that God has been directing my eyes to see in terms of what needs to be corrected in my life. Some of them have been hard truths. Some of them have been easy truths. And um, yesterday I was um, at work. I've literally just changed the place I work uh, just because of 
joining a new, uh, having a new contract with a different hospital. And I started asking myself that, did I move in haste or, you know, because I started noticing that there were some issues that started occurring in this new contract. And I wasn't really, I was finding that the opportunities to minister the gospel and to talk to people about the gospel were becoming very challenging. And I noticed this on Monday. So I started praying and, you know, asking God um, to direct my eyes for me to see more opportunities. And yesterday I I went to work. When I went to work yesterday, um, it was a different attitude to the other times I went to work with. I just went with an attitude where all I wanted to see was opportunities to be able to minister the gospel, even if it was just in words to say it's going to be okay. Because I've come to understand that even just smiling is me ministering the gospel because I don't know what kind of a day that particular person has had. And so I had this, uh, this young lady I was working with, we started talking and she was saying to me, you know, Ari, you talk very different what is it about you that makes you talk differently? So I told her, she said to me, oh, you're a Christian, I understand. And then she said to me, what church do you go to? Because she saw me reading The Power of Your Mind whilst we were sitting down. And then she said, and I told her where I went. She said, wow. She said, you know, I've just come from Kenya. I don't have a church. I haven't decided where to go to church. I said, no problem. I'll send you the Rhapsody of Realities and I'll send you the link to join church online because you're saying this Sunday, you're not ready to go to church. And she'd been looking for a church. And I was just so excited about it. So I gave her the Rhapsody and we continued talking as the day went on. And in uh, the patients that I had coming out today, because uh, I've started this new contract, I'm in theatres now. I no longer work in ICU. So I work in theatres recovery. And um, where I'm working at the moment is they do a lot of um, cancer lists. So they do a lot of lists uh, to do with um, uh, gastrointestinal cancers and um, urinary cancers as well. And some... Um, uh, um, I cannot recall the other one just now I'll remember and I'll come back to it and so I had this particular patient come out she'd had a repair of the hernia because um, she her hernia had twisted so she came out and as when she came out um, there was nowhere there was no one else to take her as a patient so I said oh I'll take her so I went to her and I started um, taking the handover from the anesthetist after I took the handover from the anesthetist um, I was talking to this lady and I told her my name. I introduced myself and I asked her what her name was and I asked her what she preferred to be called. She told me because she came out of the anesthetic, um, out of the uh, theater awake. Because sometimes, sometimes they come out awake, sometimes they don't come out awake. It just depends on what procedure they've had. And we continued talking. As we were talking, you know, um, she said, she kept saying thank you to me. And I said to her, you know what, you don't have to keep thanking me. Because for me to do this, it's my honor and it's my privilege to be able to serve like this. Even though to someone this is a job, but to me this is a place where I get to express my personality. Because I love what I do. She said, said to me, a few minutes went by. I kept doing what I was doing. I was, you know, making sure that I checked the site to make sure everything was okay. She then said to me, are you a Christian? I said, yes. How did you know? She said, the Lord just told me. I said, what do you mean the Lord just told me? She said, God just told me that you're a Christian. And he said, I should tell you that he's always with you. I said, okay. I looked at her and I started crying. And as I was crying, I was crying because I'd been praying this whole week that God, 
I'm in a new job and I've been observing how people move around in this place and I'm finding it challenging to open my mouth to to minister the gospel I, I need to minister the gospel. It's hurting to not open my mouth and talk to somebody about the gospel. It's paining me. I feel like my purpose is being suppressed because no matter where I find myself, I always want to talk to someone about Jesus. And as we were talking, I then said, I held her hand. When I held this lady's hand, she then said to me, the anointing is oozing out of you. I can feel it. I said, because the ministry I have is not normal. I have a ministry for healing. God's given me a ministry for healing. And I want to tell you that because I've touched you, you're going to come out of this hospital. When you come out of this hospital, what they've done to that, um, to your bowels, everything, they will, it will come off. And when it comes off and everything is well, the doctor will even marvel and ask, how did this happen? Because they're not expecting you to get better. They're expecting you to die. They've given you a death sentence because you've, you've also got cancer. And I'm telling you now that it's going to be well and you're going to get better. I said, it's because I've touched you. She said, I can feel the anointing so strongly the more you're talking. I said, because I'm healing you. She then said to me, you know, when I came, the Lord said to me, he was going to look into this. I said, yeah, because he knew you were coming to me. And then she said to me, thank you. She said, you know, as you're saying all of this to me, I can feel it and I know that I'm okay. She said, I don't feel any pain whatsoever. And, you know, she's had such a big operation that once the anesthetic drugs start wearing off and the medications that they've given her in the theater room start wearing off in terms of pain relief, she would be in a lot of pain. But she, by this point, she'd been with me for half an hour and she was denying any pain whatsoever. It's not possible for you to have a hernia repair and to not feel pain after half an hour. It's not possible. By then, you'll be in agony. You want something for me to give you. She was not feeling any pain whatsoever. So it was now time for me to take her to the ward. When I was now taking her to the ward, she said to me, I want you to know that the Lord is with you always. Everywhere you go, he's with you. And the presence of God that's with you is very strong. I want you to know that you're not alone. She just kept repeating that to me. It was like as though she could see that I'd been crying to God, that God, I just want to express what you've put inside of me because I know what you've put inside of me is not ordinary because I'm aware of the fact that you've called me to a ministry where I, I, need, to, I need to touch somebody to heal them. I need to touch someone. And I know when I touch people, people always say that when you touch me, it's like, anxiety flees i've had people tell me that they feel like they don't know how to explain it but there's a certain calmness that comes on them when i touch them and you know when i took this lady i put i, I took it to the ward when i took it to the ward um i sat there and i said to her, you might still be here on monday if you're still here on monday i'm gonna come back for you when i come back i'm bringing you a book it's called Hey, um, it's and I was talking to her about the healing streams and I told her that I want you to register for this program but when I come back on Monday because I won't be in my uniform I'll be able to help you register for this program a little bit better because right now if I help you register for it they would say that I'm trying to Christianize you even though I'm not not that I'm scared of what they would say but I didn't want people to think I'm taking advantage of this lady especially because she hadn't fully woken up from the anesthesia so as I was leaving, she said, thank you. 
I said, you don't have to thank me. You've thanked me enough. She said, but I say thank you because, you know, what you've done for me. I talked to God about it and God told me that today he was going to look into it. And I try, you know, and you could tell that this lady was genuine. And I think the mo- the thing that touched my heart the most was the fact that God used, he didn't use an African woman to talk to me. He used an English woman, 65 year old English white woman to talk to me, to tell me things that had been in my heart that were burning me, making me cry for a whole week. And I'm just grateful to God because obviously last week we were in um, Scotland with my zone and we started about 17 churches. So when I came back, I was burning to make a change where I work now because everywhere I go when I work as a contractor I always leave that place with a different understanding when it comes to Jesus I don't I don't just minister Jesus I I leave that place shaken up with the presence so I'm so grateful for 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 the opportunity to share my my testimony I thank you so much wow Thank you so much, Sister Aaron Hall. Your testimony is so, so inspiring. So, so inspiring. Thank you for sharing. And I want to believe that um, every one of us who's had her um, is inspired to be intentional about our ministry of the gospel. You know, yesterday we launched to Reach Out World Day One. And our man of God said a lot. If you didn't join and show that Today at 9 a.m. GMT plus one, it will be rebroadcast on across all the Love World networks. Um, you should um, look out for it and watch. And today at 6 p.m. GMT plus one, um, we are having day two of the same reach out launch. And there's so much the amount of God has shared with us about the things that we need to do to reach our world. And we are we have tools. We have tools. Um, Rhapsody of Realities is a, an amazing tool. Um, she um, started and shared how she was reading The Power of Your Mind. Remember that it was one of the books we had recommended, I think it was at the beginning of this year, for us to read so that we can expand the capacity of our minds. There's just so many tools. There's a healing school magazine um, that you can actually, you know, sometimes look at Sister Arejo already causing healing to happen for people, yet the healing stream hasn't come. She's conscious of the fact that she's a healing stream herself, you know, moving around. So everywhere she goes, healing goes. And every one of us can have this consciousness. Wherever you show up, God has shown up. And you can be that channel of healing to that person. You know, um, I remember when um, we were celebrating the one year anniversary and some of you had to talk about Brother Martins and then you said how he boldly, you know, declares the word, boldly declares healing, um, you know, and he's not apologetic about it. That's some a man who understands that he's a healing stream in motion. That's a man who understands that God in him means healing for the world. And brothers and sisters, remember that our Bible told us He said, and this sign shall follow them that believe. He said, in my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, he said, they will heal the sick. He said, they will lay their hands upon the sick and the sick will recover. This is the consciousness that Sister Aaron had. 
when she held that patient. You don't have to be a nurse like her, but everywhere you go, you know, sometimes people don't just need healing for their physical body. I, I, I you know, I've had a lot of people tell me how a hog, how when I hug them, a lot of things happened for them. And Pastor has made us understand that through the years that a handshake can transform somebody's life. See, you can be so conscious of this life that everywhere you go, even when you're being, you know, you go for a business meeting and somebody's introducing, oh, um, Grace, meet, um, meet um, John. And then Grace shakes, um, gives a handshake to John and that's it. There's a transfer. John may not realize, but John's life is changed forever because of that handshake from Grace. So be conscious that you carry God. Be conscious of it. Be conscious that you are not ordinary. You are not normal. I've said it again and again. We are not normal people. And this is why we can't live normal lives. This is why we can't do life like the people of the world. We carry royalty. We carry something in us that blesses the whole world. So we must be conscious of this like Sister Arejo and be that channel of healing, be that channel of blessing, that channel of comfort, encouragement on a daily basis to those in our world. Praise God. All right, we've come to the end of today's devotion and we are grateful to God for such an amazing time in his presence. God is gracious and God is kind and he's been transforming our lives on a daily basis on this platform. And the final thing I want to say, if you noticed yesterday during the Reach Out World launch, we had different people who shared about um, using Rhapsody for a period of time, receiving their healing or having their lives change. You know, there are times when um, somebody can pray for you and you have a miracle. But you see, there's something called the rotting of miracles where you can walk a miracle out using the word of God over a period of time. You see, there are people who sometimes come to the healing school. They get healed back then when we have physical healing school or even maybe with this healing stream, they get healed, but they go back. And then after a while, it seems like the sickness came back. There are cases of counterattack, and there are places, cases where the people actually lose their healing, you know, because don't let your blessings in life be dependent on just um, one, one lane of hands or one blessing, one prophetic word that you receive. Learn to live in the blessing by daily walking in the word. The miracle that you wrought by the word can never be taken away from you. It cannot because the word of God abided forever. If you do it by the word, it stays with you forever. If you forget anything I said, don't forget that. So that in any area of your life, you're not looking forward to a one-off miracle, a one-off word that gives you a miracle. No, if you get it beautiful, but sustain it with the word. Use the word daily to keep yourself in the miraculous. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. At this point, I'll call on us to unmute our mics as we share the benediction. 
and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this session of this day. Amen.